0: Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzi Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzi together with... Me, Yessi, his sidekick. Yay! To send much-needed donations to J-Root Radio, the address is J-Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, J Root Radio can be found on Nucky Radio and it also can be found on jrootradio.com and at 712 432 4217. Also, you can call in at 718 506 9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718 683 5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak Herbs, for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi serves to do his famous Koyach from show, or uh, uh, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or chikun energy exercises. Or, if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number, again, is 718-375-1294. Robbie get CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number, 375-1294, to ask uh, for uh, the Current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhi books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, so I have a story here that I don't think I told in quite a while. So I'm going to tell this one. <laughs> are you ready for it? I'm ready for any kind of story you want to tell. Okay, very good. So, uh, this story I may have told a long time ago, so it's probably forgotten, but I guess whatever. It's not a story by Mendy Z. No, no, Mendy Z has not sent me in past two weeks, I think. He didn't send me anything. So, anyway, so I read this story. It's a very interesting story, and I have a funny feeling in the back of my mind I may have told this story quite a while ago. Okay, so what's this story about? (coughs) Well... We'll call it the Slammed Door. The Slammed Door? Uh Uh-oh, you're not thinking about, like, asking me to go out and then slam the door? No, 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 just somebody in the story slams the door. But it wasn't you, Yossi, don't worry. Ah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so, uh, that's the name of the story? Yup, that's the name of the story. Of course, before I start the story, I want to remind everybody this uh, week's story... This here show, t- this night is being presented, or I should say, actually, the word I'm looking for is sponsored, sponsored. Right, right. This uh, week, uh, the show is sponsored as the Refuah Shalema for Chaim Yosef Svi Mansura Miriam, and also for um. <clears throat> uh, I know what you want to say you want to say the other person's name, right? That's right, Rafael Avram Yitzhak. Ben Gittel. Now, I would like to say that a little update. Abyssal, you know, so it uh, uh, happens to be is that uh, you know Chaim Yosef's definitely is a lot of tefillah still, and I would like to say that Boruch Hashem, uh, you know, like the, 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 the Raphael, the uh, yeah, like Rafael, I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. Boruch Hashem, is a lot better, but he still has parts of the problems there, and. Uh, the Rabbonim that were in charge said they should still say to him for him and still him for him, so we still have him on our list, okay? But he made tremendous strides, yes. Okay, now, i uh, like to go and start the story. Okay, go right ahead. All righty. So this is story, like I said before, this story... It's an amazing type of story. It teaches a wonderful lesson, and that's why that's you like to tell it. That's right. Okay, so this story was about, uh, I would say about, happened, I should say. The word I'm looking for. Yeah, and it's happened about, uh, you know, I would say 143 somewhat odd years ago. How do you know? I was just looking at your notes. Oh, there you go again. Okay, yes. So it happened anyways, between 143 to 150 years ago, because I don't know exactly what time of the lifespan it happened, by this great tzaddik, Rab Nochem. Now, this here Rab Nochem, his last name, according to my research, was Kaplan. Rab Nochem Kaplan. His full name was Rabbanachem Nochem Kaplan. And he was born 1811. He was Nifter in 1879. So if I did my math right, he lived 68 years. Uh, that's right. Okay, now he was a very humble giant. Wow, is he like tall, like Ikemelekebushin or something like that? No, he wasn't a giant in that way. He was a giant by the fact that he was, um, I would say, a giant in Tyra? a gondol by Tyre. Uh-oh, that kind of giant. Uh, yep, 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 yep. But actually, he was also an extremely humble person. Yes, so he was affectionately known as Nachum of Harodna, And it was also, Harodna was in Grodno, Russia. So sometimes he was called Nachum the Grodno. And many times, affectionately, he was called Nachumke. And he was a very big Tom Chachem, and everybody knew it, and he really didn't try to hide it so much because the way he acted, the way he was, it was very difficult not to realize that he was a big tzaddik. Now, the thing is, though, everybody tried to offer him a job. They wanted to give him a job as the Rav. They wanted him to be the Rav, or a Rodna and things like that, but he refused to take it. He didn't want any rabbinical position. Instead, you know what he did for a living? And he didn't make much money. He decided that he will accept to be the shamish of the shul called the base of medrish, Hevra Shas. So, over there, might, Because as a shamus, you just have to take care of the shul, sweep up, clean up, and things like that. And, And, of course, he has plenty of time to learn. That's right. You got that right. Plenty of time to learn. And that's what he liked to do. He liked to learn. And that's what he would do. And now, there's another very important thing that I have to tell you. And that is, like all great tzaddikim, they love to do chesed and things like that. And this tzaddik, Rab Nochemka, was known to be a big Baal tzedakah. Mm-hmm. A very big Baal Tzedakah. An extremely big Baal Tzedakah. And what I mean is, I uh, mean, he was a very rich man, but I thought he didn't make much. He was the shamish of the shul. Yes, yes. What I mean is, he gave a lot of tzedakah, but it wasn't his money. He was known to go collecting tzedakah. Nothing was below him. Sometimes he would go into places that there was some Yidin there, but they weren't the best of Yidin. Sometimes they were Yidin that were not B'nai Torah, B'nai Torah, but they had some money. And, you know, he had to raise money for poor people and things like that or to help somebody make a chasna, whatever it is, you know, and and nothing was below him. So he even went into a place where people were playing cards, which is really not a good thing. Uh-oh, I know what story that one is. That's the one where uh, one of the card players uh, slapped him in the face? Yep, 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 and that's the one where he said, Ah, yeah, you're good, you slapped me, that's fine, that was for me. And what are you going to give to the poor people, right? Yeah, wow, you know quite a lot. while I hang around you. Oh, yeah, That's a good point. Okay, so anyways, so let me tell you, so this is a story that happened in his time, and of course, it was the Big bal Sadaka. So, matter of fact, he was like a one man Sadaka Vichesid organization. He not only collected the Sadaka, but he also distributed it. And he had his list, and he tried to keep, of course, uh, obviously, when he gave people the Sadaka, he tried to do it in such a way that they would not be embarrassed. Some cases, uh, they were they were so ashamed uh, that they were poor and they had to collect tzedakah, so sometimes they just put it by the door, underneath the door, through the door, you know, whatever it is, and didn't see the people directly. But everybody knew the big Baal tzedakah, the, you know, the big uh, tzedakah collector was none other than Ramnachamka, uh, also known as Haradna, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so now we got the gist of the background, and now we can get right into the story. So, this is what happened. Okay, so now are there are going to be some names that is not very clear in the story, because in the story it says such and such a person, and, you know, being that the story was an adopted story, it, was, it means adapted story, it means... It was like a story that was heard, and then it was written into a story form. So many names are not there, and some names were made up. So I'm going to do the same thing. So the only name that I do know is real is the Big Sonic of Nukumka. That's right. His name is real. okay, and uh, that's where we're picking up from. So one day, it happened that there was this lawyer. He was a yid. A uh, yin. he used to give to tzedakah many times. I mean, he still did. I mean, well, whatever. He was, uh, you know, but he didn't have his priorities right. And his lawyer, we're going to call him Mr. Sender Nuttall. Okay, Mr. Sender Nuttle Nuttle Nuttle, Okay, we'll call him Nuttall. Okay, uh, 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 Mr. Sender Nuttle. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm. What are you doing? I'm taking notes in case I want to tell it elsewhere. Uh, okay. Anyway, so let's see what happened. So this lawyer, Mr. Sendenotl, he did a lot of kinds of business. And sometimes what he did in his business was he set up meetings with other big businessmen and he would buy and sell things. And of course, to make sure everything was done legally, you need a lawyer. So therefore, he served as a lawyer for that. But after a while, he began doing business himself. And he knew how to do the business and he knew how to be the lawyer for the business. So he's like oh, a man show to a certain extent. And one day he was having a meeting and he chose to have this meeting in a local motel. And this local motel was probably in Haradna. And of course, he was having a meeting with some person who was not necessarily. A religious person. It doesn't say who he was having the meeting with, but it was a big businessman. It's a very important meeting, a very important meeting. And inside this meeting, he was sitting there, and he was discussing the business. And if he completes a good deal, he stood to make a lot of money. And meanwhile, and this particular night or evening, if you want to call it. Ah, uh, this great Tzadik Rav he used to go to these local motels and go up there because he knew sometimes rich people came in and they were collecting tzedakah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes rich people came in and they would be collecting tzedakah. Oh, yeah. And so what happened was he came up the steps and he was on the floor where the rooms were. And he would look and see from what he understood from the list that he compiled where's the do eat, where Sadu Ayid, where there's a Jewish person. And he would knock on the door. Uh, he would knock on the door. Where is the knock on the door? Where is the knock on the door? I'll do it for you. Very good. You did it. Okay, so then of course most of the time people open the door may I help you, sir? something that I can do for you Yes. I am here to collect some Sidoka for poor people. Maybe you want to help out a bit, if it's be within your budget if you can, these people that I'm collecting for they don't have a supper. They don't have a lunch. And sometimes they are so poor that they can't go with the breakfast. So whatever you do and what like you give will help out that I should be able to help these people. Not only will I be able to help them, but you give a sizable amount of a donation, I will be able to help others as well. Uh, see, all right. Uh, here, let me see what I got. And, of course, he would get some rubles and so on and so forth. And he heard, as he's going down the list... Aha, let me see over here. Ah, who is the lawyer, Mr. Sender Nuttle. Ah, he's a rich a very rich man. Okay, let me knock on the door. I'll get it for you, don't worry. Okay, I knocked on the door. Uh, thank you. And all of a sudden, comes to the door... This person, Mister Sendernotel. <laughs> huh? I wonder what's going on here. Somebody knocking on my door. Hey, relax. We're in an important meeting. We're almost concluded this deal. Relax, 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 relax. it will only be a second. I gotta just see who's there. You know may, Maybe it's room service. <laughs> Let me open the door. I'm knocking care. What on earth are you chewing here now? I'm in the middle of a meeting. I understand, I see. And maybe your friend over there would like to help out also. I am here to collect for tzedakah. Now, you know why I collected, of course, for the Ormah Mansion. Now, if you don't mind, if you would just give me enough money that I could go on my way, and that would be that. Okay? You know that all I'm asking for is a donation for the poor and the needy. That's all I'm asking. So what do you say? You don't understand. You have to go away from here right now. I can't be bothered. You understand? I'm having an important meeting right now. Please, Rabbi, could you please leave? Now, of course, he was talking very loud. And some people that were on that floor opened their door. I wonder what's happening here. Who's Kaiser What's happening here? What's he screaming about? Let me. Let me listen, maybe I shouldn't listen, because it might be lush in horror, but still, what's she screaming about? I understand that you're having a meeting, and I don't want to disturb your meeting, but I do have a number of people that are very poor, and they could use your help. So please, ich I'm asking you, please, can you please help out? I, I don't think you seem to understand. I'd love to help you out, but not today. I- I'm busy. I mean, It only takes a moment to reach into your pocket and pull out a little donation. Whatever you have, it'll be fine. I'll tell you what I have right now. I'm pissy with this meeting, and you coming over here? Well, let me just tell you something. I have no time for you now. And all of a sudden, he went over and he slammed the door shut. And boy, was that a strong shutting of the door. And then he went back to sit in the meeting. And the person in the meeting said, Tell me, what is going on here? What was that about? Oh, oh, it's nothing. Just somebody just bothering me at the wrong time. It's okay, don't worry. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Nothing to worry about. Okay. So we can continue this meeting, then, yes? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 we can continue the meeting. Yeah, yeah, come on, let's go. Meanwhile, there happened to be that this Yid, who popped his head out the door, he saw what was happening, and he said, I don't believe it, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. What's that for? This is the great Tzadnik, the great Tzadnik, and he slammed the door, and he his face, I mean, this man is my chenepish. He goes and helps so many poor people. He he, he, and his wife, they just live on, on cheese and, and, and rice, uh, bread and cheese. Everything else he gives away to poor people. I, I don't understand. Why, why couldn't he just give them something? We longed us them to take off a piece of guilt and give a that he had. A chizpah. And sure enough, this man, he went downstairs... And he started to tell his friends. And, he, well, you know, like he said, I'm telling you, and that's what happened. The great tzaddik, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get a lot you know. I'm not going to get a the You know, he's a very special man. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's what he did. That lawyer. Are you telling me the lawyer Sender Nuttall did that? I'm uh, <laughs> Well, if I had a case that I need a lawyer, I don't think I would be using him. That's right. I will not use him also. Ach, it's what he has. Ach, It's, ha, it's worse than that. Ha! Oh, oh, man, I'm telling you, it's crazy. And sure enough, word got around. People began talking all over the place. And, uh, you know, of course... He himself heard it. Huh, what's going on all these people talking Russian, and Harry? What kind of Russian, and Harry did uh, uh, Excuse me, who are you mumbling about? Oh, it's you yourself. Huh, I can't believe that you have an a uh, uh, chutzpahic idea of thinking you don't know what's going on. You did it, you know. I did what? What are you talking about? Oh, you wonder what I'm talking about. Come on! Aren't you the one who slammed the door at the great tzaddik, the great person who collects his moist enough to collect tzaddaka for so many poor people? He gives up his own time to help out poor people, and you? You can't even give him a half a minute? You slammed the door in his face, the great tzaddik? Oh, you should ask him for mechila. Ah, chutzpah, you embarrassed him. How could you do that? Ha! Ah, ah, well, I, I asked him to leave nicely, but he, but he didn't. Oh, this is Rab Nochemke you're talking about. This is not Stomazoya person. This is Rab Nochemke. How could you just tell him to leave and not do something and give him something, okay? You're busy with a meeting, so what? You tell the guy to wait for a minute. When you tell the person, you make a big to him if you tell the person, this is Rav But I couldn't do that. You don't understand. The guy that I was doing business with, that I conducted a very big business deal, Baruch Hashem, it was successful. How could you say Baruch Hashem? You're thanking Hashem that you slammed the door in the rabbi's face? No, I mean, no, I'm just thinking because of the business deal. See, it went through. So I, I, I didn't do such a bad thing. How do you know? How do you know you didn't do a bad thing? You are Hashem. You're not Hashem. Hashem is has patience. He gives a person a chance to do children If I was you, I would go over and ask the roof for, for, for Mechida. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a good idea. If you're not, I don't want to say what's going to happen to you Feshulam. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. All right, you tell me, you tell me, you tell me. Uh, ay, yeah, yeah, ay, these people over here, I'm telling you. Wow, it's just unbelievable. I can't believe how they think. Mamish, I'm telling you. Hi, Vegas, ah, you know what, they'll forget about it, and that's that. And sure enough, there was one thing he was correct about. People began to forget. For a while, they were talking about it. And of course, we would got to Ramnokumka, and he just closed off his ears. He didn't want to hear the Lush and Hara. He didn't want to hear nothing about it. And, you know, like, he didn't let it bother him. It just didn't faze him at all. Wow, so he's a real big Sonic. Oh, yeah. I wish we had more people like him in our days. But anyhow, so let me continue. Uh, So anyhow, so what happened was is, this here person, this here, uh, which we're calling him Sender Nuttall, he continued doing business. And one day, he was doing business with a... um, uh, another lawyer from another person, and this person whose name is <coughs> Boris uh, Shekernik. That's what we're going to call him. Boris Shekernik, okay? Got that? Boris Shekernik. All right. Uh, uh, Boris, how are you? How are you? I'm very good right now. How are you, Mr. Sender? Eh, uh, Mr. Sender Nuttall, how are you? Ha, <laughs> I'm doing great. So, uh, do we have a kind of deal going on here? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, for your investment, I agree very much to lend you this one hundred thousand rubles. Well, Robert one hundred thousand rubles. Whoa! In those days, that was like maybe a million dollars, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. What's he going to do with that money? Well, if you let me tell the story, I'll tell you. Ah, that's a great idea. You know, I I think I'll let you tell the story. Thank you. So nice of you. Okay, so anyhow, let me tell you what happened. So, this person went on, and, uh, you know, he said, Okay, no problem, we signed contract, everything good, very, very good, okay, here's your copy, here's my copy, and in two months' time, you will pay me back the full money of the hundred thousand rubles, yes, you're going to do that, right? Of course, come on, Boris, we did business a long time, and we're still doing business, (laughs) ha-ha, don't worry about a thing. Everything will be fine. Listen, every time you make a loan, I always pay you back, don't I? Yes, that is true. But usually I loan you maybe 5,000 rubles here, 10,000 rubles here. I think so far the most I lent you was 15,000 rubles, yes? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I-, I proved I'm trustworthy. I hope so. I hope so. Two months' time we have contract. You pay back the money, yes? Uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. I mean, the investment that I'm going to invest, you know, I'm going to earn a lot more money eventually, so yeah, yeah, and two months' time, yeah, that's enough time to close the deal and everything, everything will fine. Two months, no excuses. No excuses, don't worry. Hey, if I have the money early, I'll pay you early. That's very good. I like that idea to pay early, I could live with that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, let's see if it works out. And so what happened was is they exchanged the money, they signed the contracts and the loan and whatever, back and forth. And, of course, you know, this person, uh, you know, this sender nuttel, right, right. Sender nuttle never ever did shuva and he never asked for Michaela. And because things quieted down, it doesn't mean it quieted down in Shemayim. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-oh. I smell something gonna happen. Oh, yeah, sure. Something is gonna happen. So let me tell you something. You know, people always seem to forget. I know. Let me let me tell you what it is. I, I, I got a funny feeling that this is what you're gonna say. It's a gut feeling of mine. Okay, you're gonna say that people do things wrong. And then because they didn't get punished, so they think they're not going to get punished, and they go on, right? But Hashem is not a boss of a dumb. That's right, he is not. And he doesn't have to punish you right away. He gives you some chance to do tshuva. But chas Vasholom, if you don't do tshuva, whoa, 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 he will punish you. So, let me tell you what happened. So sure enough, this lawyer went over and met that person he was making a deal with. And <sighs> I'm so, uh, you want to uh, to invest in my business, okay? Now, remember, if you want to buy my business, because you know I'm getting pretty old, and I, I don't have such good breeding in this country, so I want to move to another country where the year is uh, much faster and better, okay? So, I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you, it's very important to me, understand? Yes, yes, yes. I want to tell you, and I want to tell you. Alright, so what do you want to tell me? What I want to tell you is what I want to tell you. And what is it? What I want to tell you is what I want to tell you that I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you. But I didn't tell you yet because I didn't tell you what I want to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. Would you just tell me? Oh, okay, yeah. That's a very good idea. I'll tell you what I want to tell you. Alright, um, um, okay, I'm, I'm willing to sell you the business, uh, uh, for a. for the hundred, uh, thousand, uh, rubles, okay? Uh, you got it? I got it all here! Now, sign all the papers here so I can make this legal and everything. Very good. <laughs> excellent! 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 And I agree, just like you yes, asked, to keep your workers here. And the business will keep flowing and you'll stay on a while to make sure that I'm making profits so I get the hang of how your business works, right? <sighs> uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Right, right, right. And so, sure enough, what happened is this business, this business that good old sender Nuttall invested in started to make profits even within the first month that he bought it. And he put aside the money. And when he finally had the 100,000 rubles, he went over and he said, You know what? I think I'll make a kid as a I have two months to pay the 100,000 rubles. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay him the 100,000 rubles. I'm going to pay him and now when I have it. And it's two weeks before. So that'll be a big kid as a And I'll gain his trust that if I need to borrow more money... From that lawyer who does a lot of bigger business than I do, Boris Shekernik. if I need to do business with him, not a problem. He'll probably lend me more money. Then I could buy big business, and who knows, I could buy into him. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I could be richer than him. You never know. Meanwhile, that's what he was thinking. Now, let's just visit this guy this lawyer called Boris Shekernik. Okay, so I have these two months that I've been thinking about my deal. Very interesting. So usually send the borrows 5,000 rubles here, 10,000 rubles, 5,000 rubles, 2,000 rubles. The most is borrowed to me is 15,000 rubles. Now he asks me, to borrow one hundred thousand rubles—it's a lot of money—but I have it because I do very, very good. I have very good clientele. I deal with good businesses. Now, if he's jumping from fifteen thousand rubles, if he's jumping to go over and borrow for me a hundred thousand rubles and invest it in a business, ah. Uh, that's not good for me. I know it could be good for me because he'll pay back. But then he'll borrow more. It seems to be he's expanding his business. He will soon own more than me. He might even become richer than me. And eventually it'll be that I will have to borrow money from him. This is not very good. I don't like that. What I gonna do? I have to get rid of him. Now, heaven forbid, I would not think of killing him. No, no. I just have to find a way how to put him out of business. Hmm. Let me think about this. So what uh, Boris did was he was walking back and forth and forth and back and up and down and up and down until he wore out his shoes a bit. Yeah, kind of. So what ended up happening was as follows. This guy, Boris Shekernik, he was trying to figure out a way how he could, you know, using a good plan and make it really look real good and get rid of this person, Sender Nuttall. But he wanted to do it in a way that Sender Nuttall <laughs> wouldn't know what's happening. It'd be too late for him to stop it. So finally, he had an idea. Oh, oh, I just told us something very good. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, what a plan I got now. (laughs) Yes, I got great plan. Now, let's see. I have a signature here, have copy of the contract. I got a great idea. I will make another copy of the contract, yes. And then not only will I make another copy of the contract, but I will forge his signature, yes. Yes, I will forge his signature, put it on here. And, of course, I have the witnesses too. And I will say, he never paid me. Now, of course, he's very honest man. He will pay me. Then he was going to ask me for my copy of the contract. And then, of course, he will rip it up. But he won't be aware <laughs> you won't be aware of my trickery. I will have another contract. here <laughs> here Yes, I will have another contract. And oh boy oh boy, this contract It's gonna be amazing. I will have this other contract. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be an amazing contract. Oh boy, yes, it's great, 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 okay, so, I can't can't believe it, I can't believe it, he won't know what hit him, (laughs) okay, and of course, he wasn't expecting that sender would pay him back early, right, that's right, he wasn't expecting it, so then, uh, wait a minute, I'll do it, I'm doing pretty good with this, There was a knock on the door. And of course, uh, uh, Boris uh, asked, Uh, Who is there? "Uh, It's me, Shendon I am here to see you. I want to pay back the loan. What? You have two more weeks for the loan. I know, but I got the money. It was working out great, Boruch Hashem. And so I have the money, and I want to pay you now. Oh, whoa." You know something? I'm happy I made up my plan. Look at this. It's two weeks before he has to pay me, and he already made back the money. That means his business is doing very good. Soon he's gonna be richer than me. No, I can't allow that to happen. I gotta carry out my plan. Okay. <laughs> he won't know what hit him. <laughs> this makes it even better. He's paying me now. I will give him his contract, and then I will approach him in two weeks when he has to pay me the money. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun! Yes. <laughs> uh, do I hear you laughing inside? What's going on? You have somebody there? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm coming open door. <laughs> Come inside, come inside. Ah yeah, here I am. All right Oh so there's nobody here. So I thought I heard voices. Oh no, I was singing to myself. Ya didito Pobajanske it's alright, don't worry. I and I sing great. Okay, so let's see them. You have money? I have the money. You have the contract? Okay, one second. Let me get the contract. Okay. Here is the contract, okay? You have your copy? I have my copy here, too. There's only two copies here, mine and yours. That's right. You got that right. Not a problem. Okay, so, uh, let me count up the money. Let me see. The rubles you got here, the rubles? Uh, Yeah, here they are. Accounting? Yes, accounting. Very careful. Got to separate. Make sure no money is stuck together. Okay. Very good. Hey. Wow. All the hundred thousand rubles. I can't believe it. Sender, I don't know how you did it. How you have the money so fast? Even two weeks early. Well, you know, uh, it's two weeks early is right. Uh, I told you, you know, I'm a nice guy. I try to pee. And uh, of course, since I had the money early, I paid you. All right. Now, um, <clears throat> before I put the money in front of you completely, and you can take it, uh, uh, can I have the contract place in my hands? Oh, sure. Here it is. All right. So this is your copy, and this is my copy. Now let me rip it up. <laughs> All right. And here's your fireplace. Let me throw it in. <laughs> All right, spreading away, turning to a crisp. And that's that. The loan is over. Just like we always do, right? Yes, just the way we always do. Nice to do business with you. If you need to borrow more money, one thing is clear. i lend you. Not a problem. You showed me I could trust you. You paid back 200000 The most I ever lent you. Very good. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, All right. Uh, bye now. Bye now. Uh, see you. Good luck. <laughs> good luck to you, too. <laughs> me, you're going to need good luck. Uh, what? Uh, excuse me? What? Uh, nothing. I said, have good luck. Uh, uh, okay, you too have good luck. <laughs> I will, I will. Uh, what, what? What? Nothing. Go, 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 go. All right, I'm going. And sure enough, sender left. Sender walked out. Not aware that there was another copy, a forged copy of the contract. And the way it worked, if the borrower didn't get back the contract and the lender still has his hand on the copy, that means the borrower did not pay back. Because if the borrower paid back, he would either have the copy of the contract or... He would rip it up, and that would be the end of that. But he didn't know there was a third copy. And, of course, this person... Ah, my let me guess. So this here person, this here bad person, Boris Shekernik, okay, he went over, and he waited a two weeks, right? That's right. Uh, but I, I wasn't asking you yet, Mr. Uh, sender. I know, I know. I'm just getting ready for my part. Are you going to see me do some dramatic acting now, Yossi? You can learn from me. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should learn from me. Uh, Well, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Guys, can we go on with the story? I mean, stop mixing your times together. Okay, mister, you're in the 1800s, you know? I mean, and he's in the 2000s, you know what I mean? Oh, sorry about that. Wow. Hey, nice shirt you're wearing. Yeah, he is also, okay? Don't worry. I can just go, 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 go. And sure enough, what happened was is, as time would have it, two weeks are up, and at his door shows up this guy, Boris Shekernik. He knocks on the door. Uh, Who's there? It is me, Boris Shekernik. Oh, sure. Uh, what What do I owe the pleasure Open the door, and I will tell you what the pleasure is. Oh, good idea, good idea, good idea. All right, let me go over the door. <laughs> All right, I open the door. Come on in. Oh, who are these fellows over here? Oh, they are my witnesses. Your witnesses? Why do you need witnesses for what? Oh, because I came here. The time is up. The two months are up. And I came here to collect the loan of one 100,000 rubles that you owe me. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) Don't you remember? Two weeks ago, remember I came by? (coughs) Came back two weeks ago? Oh, to drink some coffee and tell me the investment you're doing is working out. And you will pay me back on time. What do you mean? i pay you back on I paid you two weeks early. Don't you remember? I don't know what you're talking about. Where do you get this idea you come to me to pay me two weeks early? It never happened. What are you talking about? Don't you remember? I had my copy of the contract. Then you gave me your copy of the contract. And then I ripped it up and I threw it into your fireplace. And I waited until it completely burned. So therefore my contract is over. Your contract is over. The loan is over. It's done. I paid you. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you burned your copy of the contract. I don't know why you do that. But uh, I didn't burn my copy. Why? of course you didn't burn it. I burnt it. No, I still have it. What are you talking about? How can you still have it? I took it and I threw it in the fire. Then I gave it a 100,000 rubles. No, never happened. I not know what you're talking about. This is ridiculous. Hey, you witness to see what's going on here? I come here to collect the money and, and he telling me that uh, he paid me. Ah. Well, maybe you should show him the contract. Oh, good idea. Let me show you the contract. Uh, how can you show me the contract? It's burned to a crisp in your fireplace. Really? Okay, if it's burned to a crisp, and uh, you have great imagination. What is this? Huh? What? Let me see that. What's going on here? Let me see that. Wow! I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Oh no! This, this, this is a copy. I'm a contract, and it says uh, it's my name. Yeah, and and and, and, and yeah, I log it. And, yeah, and it's signed by two witnesses. And now i will pay you back uh, today. Well, uh, how could it be? Look, it has your signature. On it. That's your signature? Yeah, that's my signature, all right. I don't get it. How could that happen? I uh, I paid you. You're lying. How'd you get a copy like this? You forged it. That's what it is. You forged it. I'm telling you, you forged it. No, 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 I don't forge nothing. Witnesses here want to see that you pay me. Now, either pay me or I take you to court. Uh, I thought I trusted you. You tried to pull my leg. You tried to get me to lend you little amounts and then all of a sudden, big amount you lend and then you don't pay back. That was your plan, eh? To trick me and steal from me. I take you to court and I will take you in St. Petersburg, the big court. Uh, what? What do I can understand. Boris, we've been friends for years. Boris, uh, I see you in court. And sure enough, he got uh, these special subpoenas, whatever it is, to call him to come to court. When he had to go to Saint Petersburg, and in Saint Petersburg he's over there. And the judge looks and he says, "Okay, present your case." All right. <clears throat> Since I'm a lawyer. I will represent myself. I don't need special lawyer. I can do this myself. Uh, give me a ahead please present your case. Uh, uh, he has no case. it's ridiculous. Uh, you will see if it's ridiculous or not. okay, Your Honor I know this person for a long time. he know me for a long time. but you see he borrowed money from me every now and then. He borrows five thousand, ten thousand the most he ever borrowed was fifteen. Two months ago, a little more than two months ago because before the trial, he borrowed from me 100,000 rubles. I thought that I could trust him because he always pays back. But it seems to be a plan of his to borrow a lot more money and then steal from me and claim he paid me. But I did pay you, and we took the contract and ripped it up. Okay, one moment. Are you saying that you follow the procedures of that normally uh, each one holds a copy of the contract, and then when the loan is paid up, the contract is destroyed. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, but Your Honor, I still have the copy of the contract. Look, I went to collect my money, I had two witnesses over here, and uh, they saw. And uh, two witnesses, eh? Please take the stand over there. Alright, and uh, um, um, uh uh, Sander, you're a lawyer too, aren't you? Ah, uh, yeah. I can represent myself. All right, you over there. <clears throat> Tell me, what did you see? We saw so very interesting. I saw that, um, uh, I came over to be witness to the fact that you should pay up the loan. And he had the contract in his hands, and he brings it, and then you say you paid up two weeks ago. Never happened. It did happen. And I took my contract together with them, uh, Boris's contract, and I ripped it up and I threw it in the fireplace. Where did you get that third copy? Oh, you are harassing my witness. This is not the third contract. This is the second contract. I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you trying this game? Not working, Your Honor. I say he stole from me, and I want the courts to make him that he should pay. Huh. And now you're lying. I'm not lying. You're lying. And the judge started thinking. Hmm. Very interesting. All right. Each one will present their evidence in writing. And then I will take two weeks because I have other cases to judge. And in two weeks, I will render a decision. Okay. Uh, For now, the court is adjourned. Your Honor. Uh, Adjourned. And at that moment, he realized that he did ah, have a big problem on his hand. A real big problem. And this problem was much bigger than what he thought. And he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. So he thought about it, and thought about it. Then he remembered something very interesting. And oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There is a minister that lives here in Petersburg. yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Right here in St. Petersburg... <coughs> I remember... Minister Peter Fryerman. Yeah. Uh, he used to be a religious kid, and then he went off to Derrick... and eventually became a minister. Yeah, he's one of the ministers. I got it. I'll go to him. Because I remember he was a friend of my father's. yeah. And when I was little, I used to play on, on the floor when they used to visit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to help me, I'm sure that. And of course, wait a minute, why does he go down to a shem? <laughs> you let me tell the story then, you'll find out. And so what happened was is he went over to the place of the office or the home, whatever, the residence of this minister, and there was a guard at the game. Can I help you, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor and tell, uh, the Minister Peter Fryman that I, uh, sender, uh, uh, Nuttall is here and I need to see him very important and here is my card. One second, please. Wait over here. Okay, I'll wait over here, no problem. And sure enough, he went upstairs and he disappeared for a short while and then he comes back down. And when he comes back down, he had a sad face on his face. I'm sorry, sir. With all due respect, um, I hate to tell you this, but uh, the um, minister cannot see you now. He's too busy for you. Huh? What? What? You know, maybe he doesn't remember. Uh, uh, look, look, here. How about this... Uh... Silver coin over here. <laughs> will that help you, uh, uh, try to get me in there? I will try one more time. And he went upstairs, and a few minutes later came back downstairs. I'm sorry. He does not have time for you. He does not wish to see you. Not now. Not ever. What do you mean, not ever? I don't understand. I carry out my orders. Right. You're carrying out your orders. All right, not a problem. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, you do what you have to do, and I'll do what I gotta do. All right, all right, let me see what I can do. Ah, I know. Tomorrow morning, ah, when he comes out of his house, I'll come over to him. And sure enough, the next morning, he waited for him to come out and is ready to go in his coach. Ah, excuse me, Minister Peter Fryerman. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's me. I'm the little kid sender. Used to play on the floor when my father used to come to visit you. Do you remember? I'm sorry. I have no time for you now. Have a good day. Goodbye. And with that, he slammed the door of his coach and went away. Three o'clock in the afternoon, he came again and he begged. And this went on for a few days, and he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. So finally what happened was this. He held on to his feet, and he cried, Please, please, I don't have this hundred thousand dollars, this hundred thousand rubles, sorry, American money, Russian money, whatever it is. I don't have this hundred thousand rubles to pay him back. Well, I don't know because I paid it already. What am I going to do? Please help me. You can help me. You have connections. You know what to do. Please help me. I don't understand you. When it came to that rabbi that came to your hotel room, you did not want to see him. Instead, you had no time for him, and he was collecting for the poor people. I know that holy rabbi, Rabbi Nochemke. He's so sincere. He doesn't collect for himself, and he's so poor. He thinks other people need more than him, and he collects for them, and you had no time for him. Not only that, you did respect him. You didn't respect him at all. You slammed the door in his face, and you want me to help you? No way, no how. Wait a minute. That's it. That's it. I'm having this busha, this embarrassment, because I embarrassed him and I never asked him for Mechila. What am I going to do? I'll change. I'll repent. Uh, I'll do anything. You will. Ha! Well, let me tell you something. I won't help you unless you bring me proof that you ask Rabnochumka for Mechila if you don't do that. I will not see you or help you. Now, get out of here. Don't want to see you until you get me that proof. Ah, yeah, 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 sure, sure, right away. And now he was in a big dilemma. He had about a week left, but he had to run back and travel as fast as he could, get back to Harodna. And over there, he went over to Rabnachemka. He knocked on his door. One minute, I'll get it. No, you're not getting the door. He's going to get the No, i mean, I'm, I'm going to do the knock. Okay, go ahead. Oh, all right. So anyways, so what happened was is he knocked on the door and the tiger said, Yes. May I help you? Ah, yes. It's me. Sender Nuttle. Ah. (coughs) Sender. What do I owe the pleasure? Ah. You need some tzedakah? Uh, No, no. Not really. I mean, I need some mechila. Mechila? For what? Well, I don't remember. I mean, you know, I mean, it seems to be that, you know, when everybody was talking to Lush and Hara about me, slap... Ah. When you slammed the door in my face? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I slammed the door in your face and everybody was talking about it, and it seems to be it reached the one person that can help me. To help you about what? And, of course, he told over the whole thing what was happening with the false guide and everything like that. Uh, 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 and so that's the story. And so now, this minister, Peter Fryerman, uh, I don't know if he'll ever come back to either this guide or not, but but in the meantime, he's the only guy that can help me, and uh, 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 but he won't help me unless I bring proof that you are Michael me. Well, to be honest with you, I never let the insult bother me. Of course I Michael you. I Michael you, believe, sholem. I Michael you completely, and I will write it in a note. Sure enough, I will write it for you. Here we go. Okay. Here you go. Here's your note. And uh, yeah. And by the way, no matter how busy I am, no matter how important my meeting is, uh, if you need Sadaka, a donation, just come knock on my door, and I don't care how important the meeting is, I- 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 I'll-, I'll help you out. Hashem. That's good to know. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And so he took this note and he ran as fast as he could until he reached back there in St. Petersburg. And in St. Petersburg, he was over there, and he brings a note to the minister. All right, let me see this over here. Ah! So the great rabbi was Michael. All right, I shall help you. You go on the date of the trial of the final decision of the judge, and I shall be there. Ah, ah. And what are you going to do? You will see. Uh, uh, okay, fine. Uh, uh, I'll see. Yeah, uh, okay, fine. And sure enough, <clears throat> the day of the trial came. That is for the decision of the judge. And the judge said, All right, is everybody here at this moment who's supposed to be? Is the plaintiff here... Uh, yes, I am here, Boris Shekernik. Uh, okay, is the defendant here? Uh, yeah, I am here, uh, uh, Sender Nuttall. All right. Now, I am going to render my decision here in this case, because right now it seems to me that um, this person, Boris, has a very good case. Because he has the contract, and it's pretty hard to dispute. Excuse me, Your Honor. I, Minister Peter Fryerman, wish to object to that statement. All right. Oh, Minister, I didn't see you. What brings you here? Ah, so happens to be that um, this person, Sender <laughs> Nuttall, is a good friend of mine. I know him for many years. I know him since he was a little kid. He's one of the most honest people here. And I want you to know that he is very honest. And if he said that he paid back, and he took the contracts, and he burnt them, then he burnt them. I see. But then how is it that he has the contract? (laughs) Well, let me show you something, Your Honor. Here we go. I have this little uh, uh, little pot over here, if you don't mind. And I'd like to show you something. Look inside it, look at these ashes. Yes, I see these ashes. What well, are they? <laughs> well, I had my men check out the fireplace and gather up the ashes. And it seems to me that these ashes are the ashes that Sender Nuttall was talking about. As a matter of fact, up here in the corner is a little bit of a piece of the contract, and down here is a little piece of the contract. So you see the uh, ashes show that the contract was burnt, and seeing that piece over there, because if you look here on the signature, part of the signature is still there on the contract, which it says Boris Shekernik. And you look at the other part with the date, it shows the date. Oh, no evidence here. So wait a minute. Where did this come from? Sir, you see, I believe that since I do know <coughs> sender uh, not Nuttall very well, I would venture to say that the contract was forged. Forged? Huh. And I would venture to say and those witnesses are false witnesses. Uh, you can check it out. And, of course, when the witnesses saw that these, you know, like, I mean, like, I know what you're saying. You're looking at the clock because it's almost time to finish the story. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah, so but, uh, let's speed it up a little bit but, but not lose our call, cool, okay? So what happens is uh, the two witnesses, they panicked and they realized, uh-oh, they got a minister, Peter, and Peter could put his influence, and oh boy, Peter Freiman could have them locked up in jail, and, and so therefore they, they started to spill the beans. You <laughs> rise, we were hired to say this and this, and no matter And they started yapping away, and of course the judge realized that this case was false, and for wasting the court's time, so the judge made that this guy, Boris, a Shekernik should pay a fine, and not only did he have to pay a fine, but he also had to spend some time in jail for wasting the court's time. And of course, Sender was sent free, he was freed of it, and of course Sender never borrowed a thing from Shekernik ever again, but of course he definitely learned his lesson. He did, shuva no matter how great his meeting was, if Rabnachemko or any other person came for a collection of tzedakah, he gave them willingly, and he just told the piece, people that was in his meeting that they had a way. Okay, and that's what happened. Wow. See, you always get lost with the time when you're telling a story that you never told before. But guess what? It's time to say bye-bye. Okay, so everybody have a wonderful Shabbos and enjoy Reish Chodesh. And uh, that's about it. Goodbye.